Fuck you, stay at home. The one million podcast. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. West side, when we ride, come equipped with game. You came to be a pl- nope, sorry. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We floss on bad boys. Fucked for life. I'm not leaving that in. At least I'm bleeping out. Why? I said. I'm going to bleep all these out. So it, just, <laughs> it just sounds like I'm super racist. Well, you are being super racist when you say. Why? That's because it's going to be a bleep because they're not going to know. I just keep, I'm not saying that. I'm saying. Oh, we know what you mean when you say. I hate the fact that you have final edit. <laughs> well, learn audacity, motherfucker. <laughs> learn audacity yeah oh i i wanted to do that and you told me many times to go fuck myself no you can learn it and also you can go fuck yourself but you could also learn it i've used editing programs before i'm not saying that you're incapable I'm saying that you're uncapable what does that mean i don't know it was just the same pre-word i'll tell you what <laughs> i'll learn prefix. audacity when you learn all the other words first of all mr can't say words i'm 80 percent <laughs> i don't that was pre-quarantine I'm though b minus with words no I, th- I think we're pushing i think i'm better you with might w- get held back a semester i think i'm better with words now that i've had some rest and time to just focus on words look at this guy he's panting up a storm well he's wearing like a full area rugs worth of hair yeah as we all are <laughs> speaking of full rugs oh <laughs> Oh. oh god I just wanted Oh god <laughs> So gross No I my toupee is ready Oh For my head for my head Yeah I ordered a toupee I uh, you know what it's just too much cuz a friend of mine posted her fucking hairy ass armpits on Instagram again today And listen I'm all for that but you, <laughs> you know you ladies you don't have to shave your pits if you don't want to it's your choice. I get it. If you want to, I don't shave mine. I understand, but. Well, you don't grow you don't, any hair. You don't have to put it on Instagram. You don't have to be like, hey, here's my hairy ass bush arms. I don't do that. No, you don't. Well, you also can't grow hair. I brought myself some baby J's. Good for you. Those are joints, not Jordans. Or the mascot for KU. Oh, baby J. I got my picture with him. Mainly because I was sitting next to Scott Pollard. Hey, I'll tell you where I can get it. I have it. a picture of Baby J. I'm, ew. What? I know it's a feather from your couch, but. I know. I was super upset that that came out. First. Right, so it's going to happen. I know. I should call them and see if they'll send me another feather to replace it. I got the warranty. It starts with one feather and then two. And then you got empty cushions. Isn't that what they said when they came over on the Mayflower? It starts with one feather and then they take over the whole country. Well, to be fair, the, the pilgrims. Are the were the ones taking over the country? No, I know. I said, isn't that what they said when they came over on the Mayflower? Yeah, I know. But you were like, one feather will take over the whole country. But they had already no. They already all it had takes the- is one feather. Yeah, to take and over. And then no, and then they we're saying the same thing. You just didn't hear what I said. Okay. And if and if we're not saying the same thing, I'm sure you'll edit it to make it sound like we were saying the same thing. I never do that. Not ever. Well, no one just wants to sit here and hear us argue, because I even get I get enough comments as is. What comments do you get? I get no comments. Oh, really? They'd be like, oh, we could tell you and Chris were... <laughs> what happened before you guys recorded? Oh, there's Hannah. What does she want? You to send her the video again? 
She was like, we said face masks the other day in the text. I was like, you said that. I didn't agree to that. Face like, masks? She was like, wouldn't it be funny if you had like a face, like a Korean face mask? You know, the white circles with the eyes and the mouth cut out that people use for moisturizer. Oh, okay. Like those face masks. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen those? Yeah, the ones that like girls always post on Instagram with their faces in it. Looks like their face is melting off. And they're like, look at me being pretty. Like they, they're the first ones to do that shit. That went specific, but yes. Because <laughs> they don't look pretty. You can't see your face. You're not looking pretty. You look crazy. I know. I get the irony. I get the joke. Funny. No, but I know that you get. Why are you The 3,000 people that did it. So, yeah, those face masks. She thought it'd be funny if I did that. And obviously. To do that, to do what? When? <laughs> oh, my God. When would you Hannah do that? wanted me to do that, to do. All right, goldfish. <laughs> Fuck. Short stories today. <laughs> Hannah wanted you to wear a face mask for, for the video for Katie's thing. I'm yes, and I'm not, yeah. Ugh. But what Hannah want? <laughs> Isn't it fun? No, I don't want to do this. Fourteen is fun. No, I don't want to. I'm do not this. losing my mind in the least. Oh man, I hate these hot days because you can't go outside for shit. Like, KP was like, you want to go for a walk? I was like, fuck your walk. It's hot outside. And I went for a three-mile run yesterday. Goo! What time? 3 p.m. Ooh. It wasn't that bad. What are you, in the Marines? Well, I wanted to sweat it out, and boy, did I. I bet you did. It was great. It doesn't feel that bad. Yeah, I always feel like it's Kansas summer, and it's not. How, how many years have you lived here? I know. Still, No, though. but how many have you lived here? It's been a lot. <laughs> But, you know, I hear 93, I just still feel that Kansas 93, not that... Where you just step outside and the air is thick. You're like, well, there goes that shower. Oh, man. I don't even know why I did that. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I remember, like, going back now, I'm like, there's no point in doing anything. Doing your hair, putting your makeup on, really. You know, you gotta just do the basics. But you just gotta let nature take over the rest, because it's too hot for any of that shit. And looking back on it, like, high school and college, and even in my 20s when I still lived in KC, I would, like, blow out my hair... And be fine through the evening. And now I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. I can't hold that, hold up hair. Yeah, you weren't fine. You just suffered through. You were just okay with the deal. Yeah, but my hair never got as fucked up. That's the thing. Oh. My hair stayed fine. That's oh. the thing. It wasn't that I was like. What do you think that's about? I don't, I don't know. Do you, like, <laughs> do you run your fingers through your hair more now? No. Mm. Probably just more scalp sweat. More scalp sweat. Yeah, I'll, probably from all my, my flop bits <laughs> that I've been doing. That might be what it's from. It's just my flop sweat. Oh, uh, okay. Fun. I've been doing a lot of clowning Pratt Falls. Oh, okay. Just for fun around the house? To, yeah, I'm just working on some new some entertain material. Auto. I w- Someone's got to. He sits there on this chaise lounge and is like, either you perform or you feed me grapes through my butthole. And I've tried Wait, to do what? the grape one. And it's weird. He yeah. loves it, but it's not fun for me. <laughs> and now he's like, put them in the freezer first. And I'm like, this is okay. weird. It makes more sense when they're frozen. <laughs> Does it? The process is way easier. Yeah, yeah, I'm I sure. can tell you that much. Because how many times have you tried to push a grape in and the grape gave way before his butthole did? Two. And then he, and then I can tell you nine fingers worth. <laughs> Too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't want to go back in with you a dirty one. You didn't go one. to the second knuckle, did you? <laughs> Just on the pinkies. <laughs> Just on the pinkies. But that's how—that's where I started. Because <laughs> you want to start him. He's a small guy. 
I'm going to blast out his butthole with the, with my index finger. Oh. But we worked up to it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I was working in Hartford, Connecticut a long time ago, and uh, my friend Kenny Smith was opening for me, and him and his wife were... We were all hanging out at a TGI Fridays, and Kenny's just one of those wild, wild dudes. He's always has been. I've known him for coming up on twenty years, probably. Kenny Wayne S- Shepherd. Kenny Smith. Oh yes. Uh, you've never met him, but uh, he's a comic. No, I haven't. We were at a TGI Fridays, and just to be a goof, he goes, "Watch this," and he did a prat fall over a, a bar stool. Mm-hmm. And he sold it so well that we got free apps. That's what I should be learning. Dude, he went over, the entire bar went, oh! <laughs> and he laid there, he sold it, he's just like, no, I'm all right, just give me a second, I'm fine. Manager comes running over, he's like, dude, are you okay? He's like, no, I'm fine, I just, I didn't see that stool, I didn't know it was out there. Meanwhile, him and his wife, me and his wife, are dying, trying not to bust up laughing. And so, Kenny gets up, Kind of sits down there, kind of winks at us. Everyone dissolves away back into the Friday's night, as it were. Friday night. And then the manager showed up with fucking buffalo bites and some pot stickers. And he was like, hey, just hope you're okay. This is on us. So when you learn those pratfalls, let's go to Friday's and get some free foods. First of all, we're not just starting at Friday's. We're starting at the top at Olive Garden. (laughs) Because if you want to see someone get a never-ending pasta bowl when the promo's not even running, you watch me. Okay. Man, that Do I should be practicing. you another bowl of Olive Garden pasta? Listen, if you're there for the first one, you've already said, fuck it. Yeah. I, now, I've never been to an Olive Garden. I assume it's the Applebee's of Italian food. Yeah, that's accurate. It's not even like P.F. Chang's level, because that would be like a Bravo Brio situation. That is exactly what that is. Yeah. But it's not a Fazoli's. Fazoli's is like a that's got a drive-through Italian Boston market is what that is. Huh. Wow. We're making pasta over here <laughs> in the car pack. In the car pack. <laughs> <laughs> Saved it. <laughs> I went from New York <laughs> to Boston. Sa- I saved it. And you say <laughs> your wandering accent saved the bit. <laughs> huh. Who knew? Welcome back. Welcome back. Portheads. Dumblefucks. Talent receivers. Ducks. It's the one millionth podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. I was giving you space to maybe get in there first. No, because every time we do that, it really trips you up. We've never done it. That's not true. The only time that we did it once. And no, it, it was, I was like, fine just a couple it. episodes ago. No, it wasn't. Because then the rest of you were like, okay. And it tripped you up the rest of time. Well, I was giving you an opportunity to resurrect the situation. No, I don't, no, we learned. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This is the One Millionth Podcast. We're siblings. Yes. And we're the only people that either one of us has been around in quite some time. And it's and it's apparent, I'm sure, by the tones in our voices. It's uh, We're day 52 of the quarantine when we record. By the time you hear this, it'll be day 57. Here we are. Yeah. There's no end in sight. Although they are starting to open up small businesses here in California. Yeah, we're going to stage two. Going to stage two. Small- but it's still curbside pickup. Curbside pickup. Uh, I wonder if I can get my record player fixed. Uh, golf courses are opening. Uh, I just got that email from the golf courses. Uh, so looking forward. I'm not going to do that week one. I think I'm going to let all the husbands that are tired of their wives get out there. Who definitely haven't been socially distancing. Yes. So uh, 
then I think I'll probably get out there week two. Maybe hit the driving range. I'm in no hurry. I mean, these uh, these untuckets aren't going to show themselves off. <laughs> I've had these cranberitas on ice for 56 days. You, they're they're quasi frozen. See, listen to it. It's like listen, a they're aged. Sounds like a slushy. They are. <laughs> these are 2019 burritas. You know they're hard to find. <laughs> Did you do anything this weekend, fun or entertaining? Yes, I played trivia with my friends in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Through, through that bar that you go to sometimes? Is that what that was about? Yeah, so it's like the same group. They always play at this bar in Williamsburg called the Alligator Lounge on Mondays. And I've played with them several times over the years. Kind of the same crew. I don't know if they're getting like instructions from the quiz master of the same dude who like runs the thing. If not, they're doing a really good job. So each uh, each weekend, someone takes a turn hosting. And so last weekend, my friends Brady and David did it. They did an amazing job. Meg and I came in third. Doink. We were really proud of ourselves. You can't see it, but Andy dabs every time she says doink. Mm-hmm. So just to add that into your uh, visualization of the episode. Put that right into your memory banks. Thanks. What else did I do? Sunday, I hung out with you, right? And we, we watched did. the finale of season three of Ozark. And man, we're not going to give away any spoilers, but another solid season from the people at Ozark. I mean, I feel like this one was way more intense than any of the others. See, I felt uh, not that way. I actually felt as far as intensity went, it was probably one of the lighter seasons. It was definitely the funniest season. It Uh, was very funny. It had very good comic moments. No, there were definitely episodes in season one and season two. That were much more intense than I thought. Uh, I I never felt anything that. Oh yeah. Fucking like ah. I know, well, you haven't watched Breaking Bad, is the thing. And I also have no interest. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that really primed people that watch these types of shows. Yeah. To be like ready for this mindset. I can't. Uh, I watched The Wire when it was on, and that was great. And I, you know, we've discussed how. I had separation anxiety when that was over, and that's a big reason I didn't get into the into uh, that thing you said, uh, Breaking Bad. But yeah, and now I'm just so far past it. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I missed it. Sometimes you just gotta realize know. you missed it. Belinda has just started it during at the beginning of the quarantine. So did Meg. Yeah. I don't think you've missed it. But also, there's not an interest for me. Yeah. Well. There's that. I didn't really have an interest in watching The Sopranos until recently. You know, the tables could turn. Yeah. In some time. It could. Because your interest may wax and wane. Or maybe I will start dating someone who's like, no, we're watching that. Yeah. And then I'll get into it. If they're smart, yeah, they'll do that for you. Um, And then I'll be like, okay, well, we're watching this. And then they'll dump me because it was the Muppets. And they think I'm a child. Which, by the way. doesn't think the Muppets are funny is a child. And, of course, we're talking about the ABC series Muppets. We mentioned it last week. You can give me any Muppet. I think it's great. Uh, Yeah, but it's definitely an adult themed Muppet show Uh, in the sense that it's like the office and 30 rock that style of comedy not adult themed in the sense that there's like anal beads (laughs) they're not fucking I mean there's definitely stuff in butts but it's not like that (laughs) there's for sure fisting for sure but it's just because that's how they talk (laughs) otherwise their mouths don't move yeah so you know uh, I've been watching a lot of that. I'm trying to think what I did this weekend. Uh, Friday, the same thing I've been doing. I go for drives. I skate. 
I just try not do whatever it takes to not lose my mind. And if I feel like I'm starting to lose my mind, I find something to do. I did yeah. some really good writing this week. Good. Uh, I have a full legal pad of premise and jokes. Yeah. That eventually I will get to. I've and got a full legal pad that's just a list of names. They know what they did. <laughs> I'll get to them. I have that legal pad as well. Yeah. The first four pages are four letters. Uh, she's first. What <laughs> are you talking about? Think of a girl's name that has four letters in this room. Otto? Not a girl. But? Andy? There it is. That's not my name. <laughs> What's your name now? X A E. R12. I let Eon Flusk name me. I'm gonna th- Elon Elon Musk. Aeon Flux. That's a show. Elon Musk. Because you saw what him and his girlfriend named their baby today. Yep. <sighs> I'm just giving you breaks where you can edit. No, it's fine. All this stuff out. No, it's pretty funny. I think it's funny. <laughs> also, it's like, that was announced this morning and I'm already so over it. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's some sort of equation. It's not, yeah, it's like uh, X. I think it starts with alpha or like epsilon. Or- and then AE for her love of artificial intelligence. And then A12, which is their favorite plane. The kid's going to be called R2D2 when he gets to school. It starts with X or Z or something. Either way, yeah, every joke has already been done. <laughs> XAEA12. Z12. Hey, we solved your name. It's six. Is your name six? Sure. Whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? They're nuts. I love Grimes. Who's his girlfriend? Grimes. She's a musician. Oh, okay. She's amazing. But she's very young. Yeah. And this is his sixth son. What? So his other sons are Nevada, Damien, Griffin, Xavier, Saxon, Kai, which is a daughter, and then he's got XAEA12. So he can just come out to every exhibit song ever. X. Or DMX. X gonna give it to him. He gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. Yeah, and then, yeah, I've just been. I'm just trying to think if I did anything abnormal. Abby someone. Abby someone. But people are starting to come out. Which is great because, like, the first wave of dingbats is going to get the virus and then they'll get picked off. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice for us. Uh, it is scary, though, that, uh, I mean, it's funny, but it's also scary that uh, it, it could just, we could just all relapse because people are stupid and. No, a thousand percent. It's absolutely terrifying because it's a very real scenario. Uh, but also, I have uh, all my conspiracy theory friends that are telling me that it you know it's no worse than the flu and that we're all being stupid uh they tell me that through their breathing tube while they're in the covid unit <laughs> uh so yeah i and then again we watched we watched uh fucking the last dance the last dance uh which the last dance. is still you know, especially with this sports void that we're all suffering. I mean, they showed a Korean baseball game on ESPN. Go Dinos. And uh, I, they they were showing one again tonight. And I it wasn't on. I was ready for it. And they're finally uh, all the a lot of the major league sports are talking about starting to phase in the sports again. Yep. Fanless events. 
family, which is fine. Put that shit on TV. Just get me something to watch. I want some goddamn baseball. Yeah. Do you know the Royals could be 10 and 21 by now? <laughs> oh, They how, are in our hearts. How great would that be? I was so destitute to watch anything sports-wise after we watched The Last Dance. Splash Boys? That would have been way better. Uh, no, it's called The Momentum Generation, and it's about like Kelly Slater and those kids in the late 80s, early 90s, kind of taking surfing back to like championships back to America because the Australians had been like the world champions for decades and decades and decades. Oh, okay. Kind of after the Hawaiians taught them how to surf. What was the name you just said? The Momentum Generation. No, the name after that. The, Kelly per- Slater. Kelly. Okay. See. <laughs> you are always thinking the Save by the Bell thing. <laughs> I did. I was like, she's. <laughs> All right, I'm stupid. No, you are. I'm very <laughs> stupid. He's one of like the most decorated American surfers to exist oh, in our time. Okay. Like he's a champ, and these kids kind of like reimagined how they took on surfing like tricks and stunts that they did so you know like they were like the best surfer from chicago on lake michigan which by the way i didn't know you could surf lake michigan was that i thought you were joking no that was like a real thing maybe in the 90s there were big waves that this kid was (laughs) before the tectonic plates completely shifted yeah yeah. there were only four lakes then (laughs) (laughs) and there were still tyrannosaurus rexes (laughs) there that's why in the vanilla ice video you see one. Totally. That's a real T-Rex. And then it was like Kelly Slater was the best surfer from like Coco Key or whatever. That's it. That's an indoor swimming complex. I don't know. But like a Florida beach and it was like kids from like Newport and like America and stuff. Oh, okay. So they all moved to Hawaii because like the thing is to be on the world tour. Yeah. So they're all teenagers, like 15, 16, 17 years old, usually from broken homes. So it's like them and mom moved to Hawaii. For sure. And they go to the North Shore of Oahu. This kid's mom gets a divorce, doesn't realize she buys a house right on the beach of the pipeline, which is like the surfing pipeline. Oh, wow. It's where all the championships are held. And so these kids like sat there for months and months and were too nervous to actually surf in Hawaii. Because like if you don't surf in Hawaii, then like what are you? Yeah. Also, the waves are fucking humongous. Humongous. I've heard and yeah. saw on the screen. Dude, I've never been. So it's like they start talking about how they encouraged each other and then they get different sponsorship deals and different management. And they're like pitted against each other. It is a great documentary. Highly suggest it. Nice. It is on HBO. And also it's just nice to watch someone who's outside having fun. For sure. <laughs> I was like, I want to watch something where there's a beach. You and these what? dudes are like, it's all, they interview all the dudes. It's just cool. It was awesome. You know what I've been uh, watching lately? I've been, uh, I watched seven and eight of the Star Wars trilogy. Do I know which one? Those arm. Those that that would be the Last Jedi and the one the Rise of. The I have not seen anything past the Last Jedi. Well, that's eight. So then the the ninth one is already is out now on Disney Plus, and I haven't seen it either. I'd seen seven and I'd seen eight, but I also remembered none of them. Yeah, we watched eight together, so that probably makes. And we watched seven together at mom and dad. I I hadn't seen it. We watched it at mom and dad's house like over the holidays or something. No, that was Mumford and Sons night. Is that Mumford and Sons night? Okay. It was because then we th- then we did see the other one together. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because we went to yeah, the. So we've th- seen seven and eight together, and we both don't remember it. Exactly. So I, I just know like, that. Uh, yes. Bleep. In seven. Yeah. It's been five years. I think that fucking. Who knows? And, so, but so I was like, well, if I'm gonna watch nine, I should really know what's going on. And so I watched. What's going on? I watched seven and eight. And uh, they're really good movies. Seven's better than eight, I would say. But well, because seven, eight, nine. I'm just holding for the audience's laughter. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to watch nine soon. 
It's going to be super nice. good. Yeah. Might do that tomorrow. Oh, and I cooked that Wagyu. I got some Wagyu. Oh, you got that Yahoo beef? I got the Yahoo beef. And uh, I tried it for the first time. The reverse sear where you put it in the oven for an hour and then you just throw it on a super hot skillet for a minute on each side. Uh, left it in the oven a little too long, but uh, really good. Yeah. I am really digging this culinary expedition that I have been going on. Yeah, you're a regular Paul Prude at home. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I am. Guy not going anywhere <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> Hold on, I got another one. Julia Manchild. Amarilla <laughs> <Damn>. Gassy. Because <laughs> you're gassy. You fart a lot. Amarilla Casa. Barefoot Contestes. That's uh, funny. Barefoot Contestes. If I was familiar. Oh, man. I think it would be much funnier. She's like the white Oprah of cooking. Okay. Oh, the bitch has been around a long time. Okay, modern comfort food. Sounds like my bag. Oh, yeah. Barefoot Contessa, her recipes fuck. Do they? Oh, yeah. Not healthy, but good for you? Hell, yeah. Or good for your soul? Yeah, probably, yeah. All right. I mean, look at her. I'll check it out. I do need to get some, uh, I'll tell you what, I made these. Paula D's nuts. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the punder gnome. <laughs> There's the episode title. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just <laughs> backed off. And Sorry. Just, okay, I'm done. I'm done. It just it, it came at him. <laughs> uh, oh, I made some buffalo chicken tacos. Uh, the other night that were so good, I made them the next night. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, listen, I know putting rice in tacos is not a new thing to anyone, <laughs> but it's new to me. And Did you I, season the rice? Fuck no. That's why I don't get the rice that they serve in it. I just want regular rice. And then here's what happens. The buffalo, because I toss the grilled chicken in buffalo sauce, and then I put the chicken on top of the rice, and that fucking buffalo sauce creeps into that rice. It's like you're a freshman in college all over again. First off, when I was a freshman in college, I was ordering a large pizza from Domino's every night. It got to the point where they would call. I would call and I would say, hi, it's Chris. And they'd say, we'll see you in 12 minutes. Nice. I love Domino's. Listener mail. hey That's not the normal thing. What? I was normally bum ba da dum Hey, well, I'm changing it up. You uh, wanted me to change it okay, up. Okay. No, it's doing. fine. It's fine. You want to you want to roll with the punches? Let's you roll with the punches. You got to start tapping your shoes. You know how they say. Yep. If you have questions, concerns, or you need some sort of translation on what the fuck Andy just said, can't help you there. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to one millionth pod <laughs> at gmail dot com. Send one dollar to Happy Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's all words. That's one million with a th and a pod at gmail dot com. And if you're lucky, we. We'll read your letter on the is air. That's the air. First one's from Brendan, uh, who we heard from earlier. Uh, subject line, I guess I did waste my money. Triple exclamation point. And what? What did he buy from us? What up? Didn't, he didn't buy, you signed it, so. Well, let's, let's get into the letter. We're clear. What up, what up, Chris and and? And then in parentheses, the words upside down exclamation point question mark. Mm. 
Thanks for answering my question on your last podcast. I will definitely heed your advice. Figured I'd follow up on the original question and tell you that those improv classes have been canceled due to COVID. Looks like I pissed away $250. You should get that money back. Yeah, that money should be returned to you post-haste. No shit. And if it hasn't, you can take them to small claims court. Or at least get it prorated. Like if you took any classes, come on. Or also have just take the next class when it does open. Yeah, exactly. I think you're jumping to conclusions here. Anyways. Hope you two are keeping your sanity during this quarantine. <laughs> huh. you, well, I figured I'd send you some painfully hacky comedy in order to boost your spirits. Here's oh. an audio of my last open mic. Enjoy. Should we play it? What else are we doing? I guess fucking. I don't. Should we start from the beginning or should we just. What I like to do is just go like halfway in and see what they're doing. Yeah. Go to 342. Okay. Sounds like that'd be close um, to a punchline. We'll you'd hope. Them, we'll give them 30 seconds. This is not fair, <laughs> by the way. All right, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. I can't yeah. hear it. No, it's bad. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the quality is bad, and apparently there's a bug zapper <laughs> in no the comedy shit. club. Did you leave your phone on like the, the hotline in the kitchen? <laughs> <It's fucking laughs> underneath the bug zapper? Jesus Christ, were you using an, a walkie-talkie? Uh, hi, Brian. This one's from Brian. Ooh, girl advice. We're good at that because we're single pretty much all the time. Yeah. Hi, Chris and Andy. Hello. Hello from New Jersey, exclamation point. I love your podcast. Now I need a little bit of girl advice. I'm a graduate student studying to be a school counselor. Ooh. Fuck. God bless you. Yeah, man. That's a life of girls crying. My program is made of what? It's a life of everyone crying. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. My program is made up of 90% girls, which is awesome because they all get to see me train basic, train to basically be a professional good person. Uh, but making a move in a professional type setting is pretty difficult. Yeah. Although there is a girl that I'm pretty sure likes me or at the very least impressed with my counseling skills. And she's awesome. All in, excl- all in caps. Hey, if she's impressed with your counseling skills, that's like a relationship A+. The only problem is I'm not at all physically attracted to her. Well, that's... Oh kind of a problem she's not ugly but just not my type and i don't know if her awesome personality is enough it's probably not the most obvious solution is to get to know her better but the last thing i want to do is lead her on because she's the last person i would want to do that to any suggestion would be great thank you and fuck you stay at home brian uh, I've, I've flipped on some people based on their personality that's a female thing i don't know how many dudes can do that listen man and i and some if it's already an issue I think it's it's a it's a bit it's a big issue. I just say get to know her. Get to know her, but You'll I know. would this is what I would do personally. I would come at it in a friend space because uh, it's much easier to go from a friend space. It's much easier on the heart to go from a friend space to a romantic relationship for than him for either one of them. You want her to get friend zoned and then like maybe if he's attracted to her later, like flip on her? Yeah. Are like, they that close? He would not be the first person to do that. He might be the first dude to do that, but a lot of women have done that. Uh, yeah, man. I Listen, the thing is, if he knows now that he's not attracted to her physically enough to where it's an issue that he's writing us about it, then it's an issue. And But if he likes her as a person, then become friends with her. If she's awesome, you can be really good friends with people and and we don't know for sure that she likes him or not yes sure uh that's your take my take is get to know her don't friend zone her yet 
because it doesn't sound like you're even at a position where that needs to happen. So just get to know her. And maybe there is something that will make you physically attracted to her. I don't think it's a male-female thing. I think it's a human response thing. Some people have it. Some people don't. That's fair. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm not saying friend zoner. I'm saying come at her as a friend. Be friendly. Be a friend. It's easier to grow a relationship from being a friend anyway, especially a romantic one. Sure. And then you're not hurt. And then if, you know, if you come at it from a friend thing and then knowing that there is a possibility for a romance, that's one thing. But if you're going into romance already kind of thinking it's probably not going to work, that's that's destructive. Sure. Uh, personally, that's but again, Andy's probably better with this shit anyway. I'm alone most of the time. Uh, thank you. Fuck you. Stay at home, Brian. Uh, and good luck, Brian. Good luck, Brian. We gave you two completely different answers. So, but that's kind of what's that's why we're here. From two completely single people. Almost <laughs> religiously. Yeah, I mean, if I had a religion, that would probably be it. Uh, yeah. Solitude. Some would say I'm like a monk, but with way more hair. Yeah. Uh, and you talk a lot more. All right. Well, that's that's been uh, that's been listener mail. Yeah. As always, Listen Real is brought to you by Pack Attack Snacks. Pack Attack Snacks! Uh, if you're high or drunk, or if you're just hungry, and don't eat those Doritos or Tostitos or the Fritos. Don't do it. Don't you dare. Don't you eat those hydrides or the Dash 25s or the words you can't spell. Eat real food with real ingredients. Pack Attack Snacks. Go to the website, PackAttackSnacks.com. Enter in the promo code one millionth pod. That's all words. That's one million with a th and a pod to get twenty five percent off your whole order. That's right. If you buy four equally priced things, you only pay for three of those things because that's a twenty five percent off work. Just go to backattacksnacks.com. <laughs> so, speaking of cooking, I'm figuring how good it out. Rices and tacos. So I don't know why more people don't do that. I don't know. It's like people who've seen Shawshank Redemption. There should be more of that. So there's this cookware that I love. It's very famous. It's called Le Creuset. Is or that super heavy shit? Yeah, it's all cast iron. And it ranges. So a full set, let's say it's a 10-piece set, depending on, and that means the pot and the lid. That counts as two sets. Those are separate pieces. Oh, okay. Just FYI, I don't want you to get hoodwinked or bamboozled when BB&B opens back up. You think you're getting a fancy multi-pot set. Same goes for Tupperware. So these sets, let's say a 17-piece, and it depends on the color as well. There's certain colors that are better selling than others. So they range from about $600 to $1,500 for a set. Okay. That's expensive. Yeah, it is. So I've been wanting this cookware for a really long time. But, I mean, it's also a little ridiculous how expensive it is. You know what I mean? For sure. But usually when you, as a person that loves the finer things... And this should last forever. I don't know if it's like a Toomey and comes with a lifetime warranty, but it fucking should. Yeah. Toomey does not, by the way. Uh, at least, well, it does on like two things, but go ahead. Um, so Mindy Kaling tweeted yesterday or two days ago. This was May 4th. I have a boring but important question. I need a whole collection of pots and pans, like everything, a wok, griddle, etc. Is there a brand that sells them all in a pack or a box? I want this to be super easy. Thank you. So Le Creuset responds. Hi, Mindy. We would love to send you a set of our colorful, versatile, long-lasting cookware. We've got you covered with the wok griddle, etc. as well. Now, which question is, which color would you like? And she says, in my dreaming, I just got so classy. What? <laughs> like, just, what? That's what happens when that's you're rich and famous. That's what fucking happens. But someone tweeted, I understand Al-Qaeda now. Which also... 
Hard same. Hard same. Yeah, man. Rich. It's- and I'm not saying that to be racist. I know she's Indian and that is an Asian country. Yeah. It sucks, man. I'm not saying that to be racist. But also, fuck Mindy Kaling and fuck Lake Crusade. Also, if you work for Lake Crusade, I love Lake Crusade. And if you could send me anything in the flame or the sunburst, I think it's called flame. I really like that color. Um, I can really only afford the ladle holder and I still have to pay my rent. My parents so, didn't name me XAEA12. That was on the board, though. <laughs> that was my suggestion. They were like, he can't even spell really. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> She's not going to have a real job anytime anyway. So, yeah. It's just when brands like that happen, I'm sure people listen to this podcast and they're like, Chris, you fucking dick with your Pliny. So, like, yeah. if anyone has a hookup so I could get a sponsorship deal by some. Something that's a finer thing. I like Chanel. Mm-hmm. I like wine. I like boxed wine. I'll promote a, bro- a boxed wine. I'll give you the best Spawn Con you've ever seen, baby. I just want a Jordan hookup. That's all I need. I- I'll even pay for them. I just don't want to have to wait in line or fucking get into digital raffles and have to download apps and stuff. All right. Well, get a couple more specials under your belt and I'm that might trying, happen. I'm fucking, what do you think? I'm, I got legal pads full of Jordan jokes. Uh, you know, we're all, all businesses are trying to adapt in these COVID-19 times. Yeah. Even strip clubs. Oh, how are they? Uh, did they finally get shut down? Cause there were some of them doing like masks and stuff. In Portland, I Oregon. I don't think it's their face holes that I'm worried about really. <laughs> uh, so a guy, so a club owner in Portland, uh, opened up a drive through strip club. Uh, first off, he had to change the name after a cease and desist lo- letter from Uber when it was called Boober Eats. First of all. Hilarious. That's great. That's great. That's Nailed funny. it. Boober Eats. A local event company set up stages and a tent, and they set up they set up a huge tent, two stages and a DJ booth, a couple of stripper poles with lights and lasers, lasers and fog machines. Just to see how it goes. Here's how the drive-thru works. You pay $30 to enter, and you can order any food item off the menu. Once inside the tent, you're treated to a full showroom from a group of masked, of course, dancers. They do a song or two for each car, and then they send you on your way with your food. Is it per axle? (laughs) There are tip buckets set up inside, and the dancers even... Have devices normally used to collect trash that allow them to collect tip. They have those little grabbers. Oh yeah! So you can they can get their tips from a distance. From a tipstance. Uh, so the drive-through has proven even more lucrative than the original food delivery program. We've had a non-stop line of cars wrapped around a parking lot Saturday night. Uh, we. Had I mean, a- what else is anyone doing? It's a great idea. We had a road. Tr- we had a carload full of girls from Seattle, which is two and a half hours away, do a road trip down to Portland to our drive-through, just to get some food and see what was going on. There's got to be hot wings on that menu, right? Is that included in the thirty-dollar cover the $30 charge? Thirty dollars, you get any. You get to. Well, get I mean, anything fuck. Off the menu. This sounds like a deal. I'd go. I would absolutely go. I mean, I wouldn't be in the same car as you, well, caravan. <laughs> but please keep your top up. <laughs> I don't need to see what's going on in the vulva. And the best part is, I get to pick the music. 
Even if they're even if they're playing something else, I'll play whatever I want. Oh, I would play that song that's like, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I got dinner and gonorrhea. It's a tough day. I Go. call it dinneria. <laughs> dinner <laughs> or goner. It's up to you. <laughs> Either way, the food's not great. <laughs> and also goner is what that driver's seat is called after that meal. And that dude jerking it in that driver's seat. God damn it. <laughs> Blasting a hole through the bottom, shooting a hole through the top. Honey, what'd you spill on your pants? It's, it's fucking sour cream. We got Italian. <laughs> Shit. I ate a go-gurt on the way. <laughs> I ate a go-gurt on the way. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's a go-gurt. Yeah. I was on the go. I was, but I fucking, I squeezed too hard. When I- <laughs> <laughs> and it shot out the bottom it usually does it out the top anyway what's our urgent care number <laughs> i mean just kidding it was a regular gogurt and it was not my balls exploding honey we don't have gogurt huh sour cream i am obsessed with this story because also first of all trigger warning death okay but so this story came out today on 2fab.com, which is the Daily Mail of America, which is basically, if we if we run out of toilet paper, is what you should use to wipe with. Daily Mail is a tabloid in Britain, correct? Yes. I believe Piers Morgan has something to do with it, but I'm not sure. So a 58-year-old woman in South Carolina broke quarantine just to get killed by an alligator. What, did she have an appointment? May is fucking well. <laughs> So, she is a manicurist, 58-year-old woman, was visiting a woman's home on Kiowa Island. There's no, I, I can't imagine any other way to pronounce it other than Kiowa Island. <laughs> How do you spell it? K-I-A-W-A-H. Kiowa. Yeah. I don't know how else you would say it. Go ahead. Kiowa. Well, don't look it up because I don't want you to oh. see the, yeah, see, it's the story. You're going to look it up and you're going to see. Well, there's no pictures. So she's over on Kiowa Island to do this lady's nails. Uh, this was this last Friday. And she spotted a reptile near the pond. So we're in South Carolina. That mean, that's gator country. Yeah. So uh, the witness told the local sheriff's department that the manicurist was not acting like her normal self. was a little more talkative and relaxed than usual. And investigators asked if her behavior may have been drug or alcohol related. She replied that she came to her residence with a glass of wine, but that's the only thing that the person saw who had called the manicurist to come to her house. So they see an alligator, and the manicurist lady was like, oh, my God, that's an alligator. I want to go have a closer look. And the lady wanting to get her nails done and her husband were like, hey, don't go down there. That thing snatched a deer right off our dock just a few days ago. She was like, well, I don't look like no deer. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what happens? He it, wasn't in the mood for deer. She tried to touch the gator. No. Came up, clamped its jaw around her leg, and began dragging her into the water. The couple ran to grab a shovel to try to fend off the animal. One went through a rope, and they kept trying to pull this woman back in. She didn't scream. She wasn't reacting. And what she said, once she was waist deep in the water, she stated in a very calm voice, I guess I won't do this again. <laughs> As they tried to pull her out from the water, and that's when the alligator took her under the water, and she released the rope. Uh, her body was discovered intact with severe wounds to her leg, uh, so she got drowned to death. 
Yeah. Which is how they kill their prey. Yeah. So, I don't know how many times we have to say this. Don't touch gators. <laughs> don't go near them. Don't go near them. If you see one, walk the other way. Because they are sudden. You don't... Uh, they move slow. You don't need that golf ball. You don't. We've seen Happy Gilmore. Yeah. He knows what happens. Uh, I just... <laughs> Here's a little... I guess I won't do this anymore. <laughs> no, you're not going to do anything anymore. No. Uh, Chris and Andy's nightmare fuel. No. No. Yep. Snake rain? Nope. Uh, although that... It's among that. No. So, a job I would never do. Grave digger. I wouldn't mind doing that. Okay. Maybe not after this story. New Jersey cemetery employee trapped after grave collapses. Worker, is it my is it my burial plot with the slide where you ride my corpse down? <laughs> it just wasn't finished. He was nervous. A worker at New Jersey Cemetery was trapped for nearly half an hour Tuesday afternoon after a grave collapsed on him after he was measuring it. Yikes! Yeah, literally buried alive. They did not utilize Joe any Rogan shoring. There? They did not utilize any shoring when they were digging the grave. He decided to jump in, nevertheless. And yeah, you use any shoring. That's like bracing to oh, okay. keep the walls back. And uh, yeah, that's that that river of snakes and alone in the ocean with no land around me. No, that's bad. Top Except three. for a rum ham. Top three. Hard right as there. pass. You know what I did do last week that I forgot to mention? I went on um, a socially distant hike on a trail that is secretly i mean it's closed but like you just walk under the gate yeah it's like an old like ranch gate okay you know so it was up in like angeles stand national by me yeah you've so seen stand by me right? i have yes okay. um it's up in angeles national forest which it took us about an hour to get to which the drive there alone we caravan was fucking Unbelievable. It's a beautiful drive up the grapevine. Oh my God. Oh my God. Driving up the grapevine. So we get there and it's like, it's a single file hike because it's a, it's a narrow trail. So it's, you know, I'll just let Matt lead the way and I hung back. And I was like, what do we do if we see a bear or snakes? Cause I don't, I'm kicking him down <laughs> as bait and then running away. Yeah. He's, he's now a D de- he's not, his name's not Matt. It's decoy. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. That was a good one. We did it. We ding dang did it in this heat. Episode 44. Episode 44. We're almost into it. We're, we're almost a year in. Oh my God. It's flown by. Has it? Well, these last fucking six weeks have been pretty tough, but it that's not the podcast the fault. It is not the podcast fault. <laughs> Tell them where they can find you on the social meets, Chris. Uh, you can find me at I am Chris Porter on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. And you can find the pod on Instagram at one millionth pod. That's all words. That's one million with a th and a pod. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Porter and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And I'm going to do a virtual show this Saturday. It's 7 p.m. That's May 16th at 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time on the Internet. It will be live from my own living room. Go to my Instagram. That's at I am Chris Porter. And you can find the link to get yourself a ticket. It's $10 for the first 50 people. It's $15 for everyone after that. And there's a VIP meet and greet where you can pay 25 bucks and you get to talk to me. And then you get a, 
a signed DVD sent to you. So what do you think about that? There you go. And, and don't it, forget to like and subscribe. And, and tell all your friends about our podcast. Please, God. Uh, because uh, we'd like more people to listen so that pot companies, both cooking and flour, will send us free things. Yes. And uh, hey, my Lexington, Kentucky, Kentucky date. Lexington, Kentucky date. My Lexington, Kentucky date. Sounded in like June. a marble falling down a pipe. It's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Uh, my Lexington, Kentucky date is 50-50 currently, so I might be out on the road in June. So we'll see how that goes. Otherwise, you can find all my canceled dates at chrisportercomedy.com. And as always, fuck you. Stay at home. I bet that up. Nuclear explosion. Suck on Paula D's nuts.